0: Wine. it's um okay if okay. i so, consent. yes perfect thank you all right all right so today's special guest is my friend jennifer sweeney jen and i met when i worked at hearst magazines where she was an editorial assistant in the good housekeeping test kitchen jen is now the owner of heart and belly nutrition where she works as a nutritional therapist and supportive chef she also recently became a member of the board of directors for the Farm to Consumer Foundation, and we are very happy to have her with us today. Welcome, Jen. Hi there. That hey. was a great intro. You got it. <laughs> correct. I know. Good. I good. Play. Good. <laughs> Actually, I was checking out your LinkedIn profile, so I, I saw that at some point we both worked at NBC Universal. Oh, left- uh,
1: that was I was probably way before you. That was like two thousand four.
0: Oh, 2004, yeah, okay. I right okay out of college, my first job. Ah, yeah. Okay, because I'm like, huh, did I just miss her? Because <laughs> <laughs> I left in 2015, so okay. Um, yeah. Okay, perfect. So I know you've been quarantining in New York City and um, you know you've been quite vocal in social media about getting <laughs> folks to stay at home. <laughs> like
1: what is happening you know this is what happens when you live alone in your quarantine
0: (laughs) right because i I mean it was really scary at that point and i just can't imagine that folks were out and about so tell us about you know your quarantine experience and what was happening at this time
1: well you know i i always think of that how this is i'm going to look back on this whole experience and those i would say the beginning and then maybe the week and a half to two weeks when we were at our peak. It was terrifying. <laughs> right. We're all gonna realize that in hindsight. Um so yeah, I was very vocal on social media because it was boggling my mind how many people weren't taking it serious. Um and still going out and about. And I I know to me it was just so obvious that's only gonna prolong this. And if we all just stay inside, we'll get through this faster. Um so it was a bit infuriating, you know, for lack of a better term. Um so yeah, so um I'm a uh, quarantine alone, which has been fine by me because I'm an introvert. Honestly, it hasn't been that bad. <laughs> right. I, um, I, I, the minute, actually, even before we had the official uh, lockdown, I was already staying in. I think it was like right before St. Patrick's Day that I was just like, that's it, I'm staying in. And I didn't leave my house for maybe 45 days.
0: Wow. Um, and I
1: live, I live in a studio apartment, so I'm <laughs> <laughs> getting to know my little box very well. Um, yes, all the corners, right? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. It's very clean, what was. That was my first (laughs) first project, yeah. Um, But uh, yeah, I will say one thing I miss, I didn't realize how much I, how active I am throughout the day. I'm like running around the city seeing clients and now I feel so sedentary and that definitely has an effect on not just my physical health, but my mental
0: health. So I've been trying to counteract that, Um, but that's been probably
1: one of the biggest things I've noticed.
0: Right. So you were, um, so how did you, so you stayed at home for 45 days, which is amazing. you I did. I've, I've
1: honestly, it's only been. I've only left my apartment four times since oh March sixteenth. Yeah, that's amazing. <laughs> so
0: how were you eating? Like, how were you getting your groceries? Oh, like... lots of deliveries. Oh, okay. <laughs> so at least the delivery, deliveries. the delivery was working in New York City. Then, right? You know,
1: I have to maybe give a shout out to this company, Max Delivery, that I've been using ever since I summer schooled at NYU back in like two thousand two. Um, and they're a small company, but they maybe only a span of one week where they having delays, but they come within an hour
0: and they oh, have really? pretty much,
1: they had a you know shortage of toilet paper and paper towels, like everybody else. But for the most part, they haven't really been lacking anything
0: and they have been coming within an hour. It's been great. They've been great. That is amazing. Cause so, yeah. I remember we had, um, I guess, you know, maybe that first week when we were on lockdown around March 16th, we had made a Whole Foods, um, you know, we requested a delivery and it never came.
1: Oh, and man. then,
0: you know, <laughs> there were just no more options to get groceries. And I was just like, oh my God, you know? So I'm happy that you were able to get, you know, your groceries and, you know, able to stay in. So that's wonderful. Yeah,
1: I kind of gave up on Whole Foods and Fresh Direct, honestly. <laughs> There's <was> literally no <laughs> slots and I was just like, all right then.
0: Well, thank God for Max deliveries. Exactly.
1: New York City. I hope not everyone signs up for it now, and then it's going to get crowded. But I they're know, a great company. I
0: know. Are they only in New
1: York City? Um, I'm not sure as of now. They might be in the boroughs. They they started only being below 14th Street, and now they're all over Manhattan. um They probably are going to at least I'd, I'd guess Brooklyn and Queens, maybe maybe Jersey. I'm not sure. That's something to look into.
0: Okay, I'll definitely check them out because we need an alternative, right? Yes, exactly. Yeah. So I know you I uh, mentioned in your in my introduction that you, you know, you own your own company called Heart and Belly Nutrition. Mm-hmm. Um so I have two questions for you. What yeah. exactly does a nutritionist therapist <laughs> do? I knew you were gonna ask that. That's why I was impressed by your intro because <laughs> <laughs> you're like what? And how are you managing that business with being on lockdown? Okay. Good question.
1: So nutritional therapy is basically um, like a foundational and bio-individual approach to um, health using nutrition to basically bring your body back to homeostasis to balance. And I work with clients one-on-one and sometimes I do group sugar detox programs, but I mostly work with clients one-on-ones to get to the root. I've discovered the root causes of their symptoms or health issues, whatever's going on with them. And then help them balance those foundations, like, which are basically like digestion or blood sugar regulation or vitamin mineral needs, fatty acids, et cetera, uh, using nutrient dense food and nutrition.
0: So okay. um,
1: that's it in a nutshell, if that makes sense.
0: <laughs> yeah. So like, you know, what are some of these, are you treating like helping people overcome diseases, you know, or, you know, just specific symptoms like diabetes, like, you know, that's I, what- you
1: know, I, I, I shy away from people with serious illness because- Got I'm not a doctor. I'm not a medical professional. I'm not treating any kind of disease. I'm just kind of using nutrition as a tool to help you live optimally. Um, so for the most part, I've, I've, the, the, the crux of my clients have been a lot of women uh, with fertility issues or looking to get pregnant mm-hmm. or I have had some people that are um, dealing with mental health issues and they kind of realize that nutrition plays into that. So I've been helping them. And it honestly, it always comes down to, I have not had one client who didn't need to balance their blood sugar? So that's right. why I'm I'm so passionate about sugar because I feel like literally everyone has issues with their blood sugar regulation, and that affects pretty much. It trickles down and affects everything.
0: Right? Yeah, yeah. I know. I noticed on um, social media that you're a uh, strong advocate for sugar-free. I'm also vocal uh, about that. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, I don't know if I want to jump on that train. <laughs> But you know what? I do need to regulate my blood sugar. So, you know, I, I have been cutting back on my sugar. It's one of the things that, you know, I've been doing in the last, uh, I guess maybe two or three months and I, I've definitely seen a difference. So yeah, it's um, hard. I mean, it is hard. It's it is sugar's so hard. ubiquitous.
1: It's, 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 almost impossible. It's, it's, that's why it's, I'm so passionate about it because it, it's, it really angers me how literally it's, it's like, you have to make it huge effort to not consume sugar and it shouldn't it should be the other way around
0: right because i actually you know just was just looking at the micronutrients and the foods that i consume every day and i mean you know i looked at how much sugar i should be eating and then i looked at the foods and i was like how is this even possible you know yeah because yeah. yeah. it's just like as you said ubiquitous so it's you know in everything yeah it
1: really is hopefully i i, I do see i do see that changing. Oh, okay. it's gonna take a while but I, I do think we're gonna come around on that um, eventually
0: are you gonna be doing like a cookbook
1: or anything you know it's funny you said that um this whole quarantine has made me pick back up on I started a I took like a workshop on how to write a cookbook proposal back in October November and I like started it and then I just kind of put it to the side and this is like reignited that so I am working on it's a like a get your kids off sugar which is kind of my passion project so I want to do like a children's Recipes for children, not for them to make. But and I'm going to do like a two-week meal plan to help get kids off of sugar.
0: (laughs) Right, that's amazing. Hold on one second, my microphone just fell. (laughs) 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 Yeah, you know, one of the things, you know, I realized that I I love sugar. You know, I love. Yeah, everyone does. And I (laughs) love, you know, like my husband is not like a big sugar person, but I am. And so one of the things that we decided, you know, when we had Liam, that we weren't going to introduce him to sugar. And so he hates cake. You know what? Yeah. Doesn't like eat ice cream, you know. Like he's that kid that's not into shit. Yeah. How old is he now?
1: He's 7.
0: Wow. You know? Yeah, he's. Into, I might like, need uh, to
1: consult you because right? <laughs> <laughs> I've never heard of a kid that usually the minute they have it, then it's all downhill. Like forever. his
0: birthday cake, he won't eat his birthday cake. You know, it's for other people. You know, we usually have oh, one. that's amazing. Yeah, but you know, it's like you know something that has to be instilled in you from like you know from birth, I guess. Yeah. <laughs>
1: yes.
0: And that's so hard.
1: I'm, wow, I'm really impressed by that. Good for you.
0: Yeah, but he, you know, he likes salty snacks. Um, that's his thing. You know, but. Um, yeah he's not a big sugar person so you know if I make a cake or anything then you know you know who's the only person that's eating it right? <laughs> <laughs> so as the much birthday of, cake is for you. Yeah so as much <laughs> as I'm, I'm tempted to bake a lot I've baked like two things and as I mentioned I think I mentioned on um, one of my interviews that I froze the cake immediately. <laughs> <laughs> most of it because I was like you know what I just want to taste it see what it tastes like and enjoy it for a
1: bit but... I do that too when I'm recipe testing I and I have like batches like cookies even though they're helpful healthy and I don't use sugar but I use bananas and I use applesauce and it's still like it's still that carb you know and it's hard to not to limit how much you eat at that so I have like a freezer well I did before quarantine <laughs> a freezer <laughs> full of like mini cupcakes and mini muffins and spreads. So I get that. It's it's easy to just throw it in the freezer. It's a good trick.
0: Yeah. So now that you're, you know, you're in quarantine, um, mm-hmm. you're in lockdown, how are you managing your clients?
1: That's interesting. Um, that was an interesting question because honestly, I had wanted to move more online and do things more virtually um, for a while now, and I just hadn't. So this was kind of a push in that direction. Right. Um, but I will say, the first two weeks were kind of terrifying because yeah. literally like my clients ghosted me everyone was silent i think we were all just in shock and it felt so tone deaf to talk about anything nutrition even though it's so important right now or especially at the beginning it just felt it felt wrong so i just yeah. kind of was like all right but then now everyone's doing their been doing their junk food and baking banana bread and drinking wine and now they're kind of like all right enough of this I'm ready to get healthy again so it's it's picking back up oh good. but yeah I, I'm doing more um I'm not the I'm not a huge fan of zoom because I feel like there's a lag and you end up cutting each other off a lot like zoom with uh with uh, video I think audio is fine but uh so I, I've been doing more um phone I just oh, okay I, it's, yeah. it's nice to see someone face to face but I I just find it very awkward so Got maybe it. I have to get the hang of it more but <laughs> <laughs>
0: Good, good, good. So do you have a website now? or Are you going to be doing one? I do have one. It's
1: heartandbelly.com. Is oh. my, that's my nutrition, I have lots of things. That's my um, nutritional therapy website. And then I, for recipes, I just launched uh Get Your Kids Off Sugar, uh, the Instagram, and then uh, a website with recipes. It's just strictly recipes. Oh, okay. I'm going to definitely check that out. Yeah. I'm eventually going to do some meal plans and other things on that, but it's uh, kind of got sidetracked with all the, with the quarantine.
0: Right, right. Cool. So like, you know, um, one of the scariest things for me as a consumer, as I mentioned, was just going into the grocery stores and seeing, you know, a lot of empty shelves. So I was like, oh, my God, like the world is ending. Right. And yeah. so I have to say that this quarantine has given me a deeper appreciation for farming and for farming. Yeah food in general. So, you know, I was really excited when I saw that you were on this board for the Farm to Consumer Foundation. Tell us about that organization and what your role will be as a member of the board.
1: Yeah, it was actually a kismet. This all just happened literally like the first week of the quarantine. I was, they asked me to, you know, write an essay and then I just literally on end of April got um, officially voted in. So it's a uh, it's congratulations. It's a great, thank you. I'm really excited about it. It's um, yeah. and especially what's what's happening now. I think it's going to be so important. It's um so it's basically all raw dairy. The board is a lot of farmers um, from across the country, and um, their mission is to educate people about raw dairy and where it comes from, and kind of be the liaison between farmers and consumers. Got and what's happening right now like you said like that's exactly what the direction I think things are going to go in right now so um in, ter- in terms of my role on it we've only had one board meeting so right. but I've actually already raised my hand to work on a children's book um for educating children so
0: um oh wow so you're an I advocate for dairy is that what it is I'm an
1: advocate for raw dairy
0: for raw so, dairy.
1: so I I can't I can't tolerate conventional dairy I'm I'm not allergic, but I'm very sensitive to it. And I actually had some a few weeks ago and immediately felt the effects of it. But raw dairy is completely different.
0: So what's um, the difference?
1: It's not pasteurized or homogenized. Ah,
0: um,
1: so unfortunately, well, fortunately, it's, it's like, you can get it in California and other areas of the country. It's still not legal. Um, I think in New York, the current law is that you can buy it directly from the producer, but it can't be on store shelves. But I think eventually we will see it. Um, but, uh, yeah, so it's, no, it's, uh, it's, I think it's, it's the best way to consume dairy, honestly.
0: Really? Okay. So maybe I'll need to read a, read a little bit more about that.
1: Absolutely. I can, I can send you some, uh, local purveyors that you can order it from. Right. You can bring it to you and try it out and see how you like it. Yeah doesn't lot- last as long unfortunately because it spoils right game, so. right
0: but they do uh you it's like you know home deliveries type of thing yes yes oh ah, okay yeah. okay got it yeah i'm definitely gonna check that out i know when liam does consume a lot of dairy and so does my husband i don't a lot but it will be interesting to um you know see what the difference is yes yeah, so if you notice the difference right. yeah A lot of
1: people with, when it comes to food sensitivities, you have all these symptoms that you didn't realize you had until they go away. (laughs) So if it's eye opening, you're like, oh wow. Yeah.
0: Right. Okay. So when did you discover raw dairy? Like how did you um, figure out this was the problem?
1: I was first introduced to it when I was in culinary school, like over a decade ago. There was actually like an underground raw dairy <laughs> um, black market where you could get it. it <laughs> um, and they, they they sold it at my culinary school, like at night on the weekends. Um, but I didn't know that I was sensitive to dairy until, gosh, I guess it's going to be five years coming up that I uh, found out I have an autoimmune condition. And the doctor, the options were a skin graft or to take steroids and antibiotics for the rest of my life. And I was like, as a chef, I was like, no, I'm going to look into food. And I discovered um, the autoimmune paleo diet. I knew what paleo was. It was already becoming kind of big, but I didn't know there was another arm to it, much more strict um, that was for autoimmunity. And so I basically overnight cut out everything, sugar, gluten, dairy, caffeine, nuts, seeds, eggs, it was it was very restrictive, and I did it full on for 90 days, and I went into complete remission. And, but the, what was more noticeable to me was how amazing I felt. I was like, wait, I've been feeling like crap for a long time,
0: Time, right?
1: Yeah. So it was really. And then when I started introducing things back in, I remember one time I um, I was cooking for a client at the time, and I tasted a sauce that I had made, and it had sour cream in it. And then like 72 hours later, all of a sudden I was exhausted. I was had anxiety. I just was kind of like. I didn't want to get out of bed and it just I just felt like a dead weight and I lasted for a few days and I was like and ever ever since then the few times that dairy has snuck in, that's exactly what happens to me. Right. So it's like that's not those aren't like typical symptoms you think of with food, you know. So it's, it was really interesting.
0: So what is your diet like then? Now I'm
1: much, much more lenient. I um I basically follow a paleo diet right for the most part, which is I don't eat gluten. Um, but you know I, I do drink beer occasionally, so I can't say I don't eat it whatsoever. The one thing I'm strict about is I eat dairy, but I do eat raw if it's available or um, I do eat uh ghee clarified butter or regular butter if it's grass fed
0: mm-hmm.
1: um, and basically, the only things I don't eat then would be sugar and gluten oh okay, and God. i also oh, I don't eat uh soy oh no soy for you trying to think if there's anything else <laughs> 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 So many ah. things, yeah, no, that's pretty much like yeah. So basically, okay. it's just a paleo diet. Of right. course, every right. once in a while, I will, you know, imbibe, but um, I feel the best when I'm eating that way, so.
0: Right. Oh, okay. Well, it's good at least that you can recognize, you know, understand your body and recognize what it needs and what it doesn't need. And then at yes. least you're, you're in the field where you can, you know, actually recognize that. You know, a lot of people are walking around, you know, feeling sluggish, feeling tired, just having exactly. these symptoms. And, and that helps me with clients because I've been through it. So <laughs> right. I'm able to
1: pinpoint, like, maybe you should try cutting this out. So, um, yeah. Okay. It's,
0: and so you, you, you were saying that sugar is one of the main culprits, right? Blood sugar regulations. So right. sugar in all its forms. Like, I don't refine sugar. forget
1: about it. But even, like, people can be uh, sensitive to too much fruit and, um, you know, too many starchy veggies. So it's kind of figuring out what, we're, like I said, it's bio-individual. So you figure out what works mm-hmm. for you.
0: Okay. Got it. Okay. All right. I'm going to definitely go on your website after this and, you know, (laughs) gather all the information that I need. (laughs) (laughs) So I know it was like, you know, as we talked about, it was scary times for you, you know, just being in the epicenter of the pandemic. Um, Is there one thing that you can say that you're grateful for?
1: Yes. I, I mean, obviously the basics, I have my health, I have a roof over my head. I have an hour grocery delivery. Like my biggest problem has not been able being able to get my ten dollar mayo. So it's like obviously I don't have problems compared to a lot of people right now. So I'm very grateful for that. Um, but I one thing that's been really wonderful is connecting with friends and family that mm-hmm. I haven't like for example you and I connected. On yeah. <laughs> and I I've been speaking to my cousins that I haven't seen or spoken to in years. And I was actually really touched when things started to get bad here. Some of the people that I heard from from like all over the country that I hadn't spoken to in decades were t- checking in on me so it's been really right. nice to to reconnect with people um so that's been definitely been something I've been grateful for
0: yeah I feel the same way there were people who were reaching out you know um because they know like where we live is close to New York City so there were people right. who were reaching out so it was really nice I can't imagine how you must have felt you know especially being alone, you know, in the city. Yeah. And and on
1: on that note too, just, uh, you know, New York can be, it's such a populated place, but you can feel really alone here just walking down the street. Everyone's in their old world, in their own world. And um, it's just been really nice from my studio apartment, looking out the window, like we were talking earlier about the clapping at 7 p.m. There's such a sense of community right now that has been rare in the past. And I'm on these like email chains with neighborhood groups and I'm like waving to a little kid across the street like stuff, stuff like that has not happened in the past so I'm hoping that that translates once it's all over that we might be a little stop and say hi to our neighbors more you know
0: exactly yeah because yeah. it's such a go-go city you know people are just yes, moving exactly. fast yeah so like how do you see New York City emerging from this crisis oh I'll try to, I'll try to be positive
1: <laughs> <laughs> I, I honestly I don't know. Um, I read something yesterday that said they're talking about having reservations for the subway and buses. And that oh, just kind really? of boggles my mind. I don't know how that would work. Right. Um, but I think that's actually I i do think in New York will definitely get back to where it was. It's that's the heart of the city. We will we will rise above this again. Um, but I I fear that until there's a vaccine or something. On that note, that um, with the way we the subway, I mean, if you think about it, it's just basically like little mini airplanes with people getting on and off every minute, and right. you're all in a closed space. So I, that's what frightens me. In order to fully reopen, we need the subways, and I think they're going to be dangerous until we kind of have this figured yeah.
0: out. Yeah, yeah. Jamie and I were talking about that too. We can't. We just don't see how it's going to be possible with the subway right. system. Yeah. I mean, you know, they'd literally have to be cleaning it as soon as people get on and out. Like, you know, you know, just round the clock. I right. Don't I don't know. And mandatory
1: masks. Like, yeah, it's, you know, it's tough. Yeah. Um,
0: Are people now getting going out and about? Like, what is it like there now?
1: I will say, so I'm on the Upper East Side and over towards the river. So it, it's quiet to begin with up here. But I will say the few times I've left my apartment it's more crowded than I would like to see like the sidewalks are still pretty crowded. Um, and you're, it's kind of, it's stressful. You feel like you're dodging bullets. Um, right. And I did, I went to Dwayne Reed. I had to pick up a prescription. It's the first time I've been in a store and I will say it was pretty empty and everyone was adhering to the guidelines and there were marks on the ground of where to stand. But um, other than that, I like along the river when it's been pretty days, it's, it's still pretty crowded. So Really,
0: yeah, wow. I guess a lot of people are going for walks and going jogging and all that, right?
1: Exactly. And you know, it's we want we need to get out, we have to get out. I'm definitely going to be doing it more often now. Um, but it's it's kind of impossible to stay six feet apart from people in the city, yeah. They're just it's too narrow and there are too many people, so
0: yeah. Because even in my neighborhood, it's pretty quiet, and when we go for walks, I mean, we're just like going back and forth across the street. At least you're moving. That's so right? crazy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's either we move or they move. But, you know, I usually make the first move. Because <laughs> yeah, I have them with me. So I just have to be very careful, you know? Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah.
1: Yeah. There are still people like with their head down looking at their phone, walking down the middle of the sidewalk. I'm like, this is not the time to check your phone. <laughs> you have, I know. You have the you... rest
0: of the day to do that at home. <laughs> exactly. Be conscious of, you know, your yeah, surroundings. Exactly. My goodness. Wow. So I have one last question for you, Jen. Like how sure. were you I know it, you know, um it was scary as you said. Like, how are you finding comfort in the midst of all of the, you know, the tragic circumstances that were going on in the city?
1: Um, you know, it's been it ebbs and flows. I there I would say I'm not gonna say it's week to week. It's more day to day, or there's some days when I'm just like, oh my gosh, this is horrible. How are we ever gonna get through this? And then there are other days where I'm extremely optimistic. But I think as corny as it might sound and cliche, I am just kind of surrendering to what is. That's kind of what I tell myself. Like, there's only so much you control, like work on what you can control and just let everything else forget about it. Cause that's really all we can do right now. Um, And just have faith that it's going to get better. And I do think a lot of good things are going to come out of it. Um, I'm already noticing with myself and I think with society. um, So I guess just taking it moment to moment and just, it's It's futile to be anxious about something you have no control over, so it's right. easier said than done, but I'm trying not to stress when there's nothing I can do about it,
0: yeah, yeah, that's very good advice, yeah, we just have to l- relinquish control, yeah, yeah, easier said than done <laughs> easier said than done for <laughs> yeah, sure. <right. laughs> we have to slowly talk ourselves into it right exactly yeah oh my goodness
1: yes yes <laughs> a lot yes. of conversations with myself alone.
0: <laughs> <laughs> i know my neighbors I...
1: might think i have a roommate or
0: something
1: <laughs> 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 like calm down it's gonna be okay it's gonna
0: be okay <laughs> oh man and that's so important though so yeah 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 well, thank you so much, Jen. This was of course. It's so great super. catching up. Yes, yes, for sure. You know, um, yeah, we haven't, yeah, because we haven't spoken in so long. I was thinking, I was not you since. It-